Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Gina Gaudio Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com. Calling in live this week from Bonita Springs, Florida, as I do each week on Tuesdays at noon Eastern. We've got yet another fantastic show lined up for you guys today. We have my co-host, the Associate Dean of Directions University, Jack Humphrey, on with us. Hello, Jack. Well, it would help if I unmuted you guys, wouldn't it? Hang on, I'm almost there. Let's try <laughs> it again. Hello, Jack. Hello. Hello, Gina from Mars. Are you calling from Mars? I am not calling from Mars, but I will hang up and call back while you get our guest introduced. How's that? All right, let's do that. Okay, so today we have... Yeah, Gina, Gina will be back in just a second. She's got to switch her phone around a little bit there, I think. Uh, and I'll go ahead and introduce our guest today. E. Brian Rose is the uh, an expert in the art of self-promotion. He's the founder of JVZoo. Hardly anybody's ever heard of JVZoo, I'm sure, but you'll learn all about it today. <laughs> just kidding. One of the world's largest affiliate networks. He teaches thousands of students how to grow an online following. Uh, EBR has, as we lovingly call him, EBR, has authored two books, Millionaire Within and Expert Fame, both being released this year by Morgan James Publishing. Welcome, Brian. Hey, thanks. I'm glad to be here, Jack. So two books in one year, do you think that that's that's necessary? I mean, that really makes the rest of us feel kind of bad when we just get a book a year out, maybe, or not at all. <laughs> well, if you knew the truth, I actually uh, wrote the first book about finished it almost a year and a half ago. I've just been uh, in, uh, kind of backburnering it uh, for a while, and while I was procrastinating getting that book released, I wrote another book. So I've got two coming out this year. Nice. Well, that's good. You know, I mean, that's, I think you could have done three, but two is okay. I mean, that's, <laughs> you're, you're no Joel Com, but uh, who is right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how's everything been going in your world? Oh, my world has been uh, crazy, as you can imagine. Uh, we just got wrapped up uh, our latest uh, live event called Marketing Mayhem. Uh, you guys uh, attended one of them uh, in the past in Orlando. This was our first time doing it on the West Coast. And uh, a lot of planning went into that, and I'm still resting up. It's been about two weeks and I'm still trying to get my breath back from that. It was a great event. We had uh, a lot of marketers from all around the world come uh, to San Diego. And uh, as always, we had some great talent up on the stage teaching some great uh, techniques for marketing in 2015, as well as the parties. Our our live events are known for their parties. And uh, this year we brought in some great entertainment. We had uh, It was hosted by the, the official... Uh, Jamie Zoo party was hosted by Flava Flav, and we had Rob Bass and Tone Loke performing. So it was a great time. I don't think you could have avoided the pictures on Facebook 
<laughs> yeah, and, really. uh, yeah, and Flava Flav's been getting around. Uh, Com just took a picture of him on a plane. Did you see that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah I saw that. Right in front of him. Ran into him. Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah, I'm still recovering from last year's. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you go to? Uh, we had Julio the first time, and uh, we had Vanilla Ice the second time. I went to the Vanilla Ice. I like how we labeled them according to who was there, uh, the performer. <laughs> but, yeah, I went to the Vanilla Ice Mayhem. Yeah, that was a great one. Gina, did we get you back? I think so. Can you hear me better now? Oh, Much better. wonderful now. Fantastic. Hi, Gina. Hello there. How are you, EBR? Great. Great to hear your voice again. Same here. So I really want you to tell the story of how JV Zoo got started in the first place. Oh, okay. Well, it's um, kind of an interesting story. Uh, the first time I learned about um, online affiliate networks was back in the late 90s when ClickBank first started. And I started using ClickBank right away. Um, I put out a couple of uh, info products. And it, it was small enough to where I could get the, uh, the founder of ClickBank on the phone. And I got him on the phone, and I gave him a bunch of ideas that I thought would make the affiliate network much better than, than, it, than it was. Not that it wasn't great as it was, but I, I just had some ideas that I thought would, would make it even better and more, more um, user-friendly for the affiliates and vendors alike. And uh, I, I kind of got the hey, you know, there's a great ideas, but we're pretty good where we're at right now. We don't have much competition, so so uh, we're going to keep things the way that they are. Well, of course, ClickBank continued to grow, and they had enormous success. And, you know, I, I kind of left the info product world for a while. I was doing my own thing online. Uh, I was actually working for the government at the time uh, at a NASA installation. And uh, I was doing the online thing on the side. I was selling, I started selling hearing aids. And I ended up leaving my job at NASA because it was going so well. I was selling hearing aids online, and um, I continued that for a few years, um, right up until I got a little tired of the business and, and ended up selling that business and went back into the Intel product world. Now, I didn't know all these, you know, the big names in Intel product marketing. I wasn't following them on all the chat forums. Uh, in fact, at the time, I didn't even know what the Warrior Forum was or any of those forums that, that talked about info products. I just knew what I was doing online, and I knew it was successful for me, so I started writing some, some uh, info products. I guess uh, that puts us around 2009, 2010, and it was doing well for me. Uh, I, was, I was making a good living building a list and, uh, and selling my own products to the list. I started getting into the affiliate marketing, uh, started using Warrior Plus because I was selling on the Warrior Forum. And uh, my good friend Mike Lance runs Warrior Plus, and it was, it was a fantastic service. And uh, Mike and I got to know each other very well. Uh, he had made a lot of my products. The, uh, they called it the WSO of the day. That was the featured product on, on his network that he'd mail out all the buyers. And uh, we, we started uh, meeting up at live events. Uh, they had the the Warrior event up in Raleigh, North Carolina, and a couple of times in Orlando. And Mike and I really got to know each other at these events. Well, one time I was sitting at um, sitting in the lobby because uh, my flight had got canceled because Obama flew into town. 
So my flight was canceled, so I'm sitting in the lobby in Raleigh, North Carolina, and my glances flight also was canceled. So it was the two of us. We're, we're sitting there waiting for our next flight. The whole airport was shut down. And uh, we started talking about the network. And I gave him a list of features that I thought would make his network even better. Uh, these are, they were very similar to the features that I gave to ClickBank way back in the late 90s. Uh, I still had these same ideas. And Mike looked at me and said, basically, those are great ideas, but I'm good where I'm at. I don't really have much competition. And I, I said to him, well, Mike, what, what if somebody were to come out with, you know, a competing service that had these features? And he kind of looked at me and, like, whatever, and said, who's going to do it? Are you going to do it? And for some reason, I don't know why, I said, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> I had no idea how to help a site like this whatsoever. And I, I just wanted to get the reaction, I guess, out of him. And he basically said, good luck with that. So later, I, I'm, I'm on the plane later that night. I took a red eye home, and I started thinking, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can hire the right people, the right programmers, and get this done. So immediately, I started jotting down. I pulled out my notebook, and I, and I basically architected what I thought was the perfect affiliate network, uh, perfect for users, perfect for buyers, perfect for vendors, perfect for sellers and affiliates. Alike. And by the time I got home, I had almost a notebook full of features that I wanted to see implemented. So I couldn't wait to get started and hit the phones. So 9 o'clock the next morning, I started calling every programming company that I could find, you know, the, the big programming warehouses that, that just crank out the, the enterprise stuff. And a few days later, I started getting the bids uh, were coming back from all these uh, different places, and they ranged from anywhere from $80,000 to $400,000. I went, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. There's no way, you know, I, I just didn't have that kind of money laying around. So I started asking about partnership deals, and then I got laughed. Everybody I talked to just kind of laughed at me. They're like, yeah, we don't do that. You know, you're going to need to put 50% down and 50% when it's done, and then if anything breaks or whatever, it's going to be $125 or $150 an hour to fix it. And if you want new features, it's going to be our regular programming rate of 250 an hour. And I was like, yeah, okay, this isn't going to happen. So I started thinking, all right, is there anybody in the community that I can talk to that I've met along the way that might have these kind of skills? And, and everybody that I talked to, they, they were making plugins or they were making WordPress themes and just doing small little things like Facebook apps. Or, and, and they just didn't have the, the skills to, to go about putting together an enterprise-type site like this. So I kind of backburnered it and, you know, talked to people when I could, um, made a lot of people sign NDAs, and, you know, just it, it, it didn't look like it was going to happen. So meanwhile, I, I got in with a circle of marketers uh, that included Brian Zimmerman. And Brian and I started doing some projects together. We put out some info products together. We started doing webinars together. And uh, we were in some focus groups together and some masterminding groups together. And uh, we talked on the phone probably about five times a week. One day I just said, you know what, I'm just going to tell him my ideas. And I spent about ten minutes telling him what I was trying to do. 
And he just said, you know, I, I think I got somebody. Calls me back five minutes later on a three-way call with Chad Castleman. And I had remembered meeting Chad uh, at one of the live events in, in Orlando, I think. And, you know, I just I had no idea that he had the, these types of skills. So we explained the, uh, the concept to him. And he just all casually said, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, it was just so casual, you know, like, like yeah, whatever. And I was like, okay. I just, you know, I, I wasn't very confident, you know, in, in the way he was just taking this lackadaisical approach to it. So Zim uh, started adding some uh, some features as well, you know, some ideas that he had uh, that he had wanted to share with Mike Lance as well but never did. And it just kept getting better and better. So the more we, we talked over the next week or so, the more confident I became in Chad, you know, started looking at his resume and things that he had done in the corporate world. And he was the real deal. So it was really exciting. And within about three months, we had the prototype of JV Zoo created. Um, at that time, we started uh, taking in some beta testers. Uh, we, we went to some, some real power marketing friends of ours. Uh, we went to uh, Mike Carraway. Uh, we went to uh, uh, who else? Um, Brad Goss, um, uh, the two rock stars, uh, Dan Artabelli and uh, Ben Littlefield, as well as uh, Brad Spencer. And we put together what we called a, um, a, an advisory committee. And these guys started using the site, you know, internally. Nobody, nobody knew about it and started adding features, you know, or feature requests. And within days, sometimes hours, Chad would just add them in there and add them in there. So we, we, by the time we were ready to launch, we felt like we had the best affiliate network ever seen on the planet. And now we were just to the point of how do we tell the world about it? So that's how JVZoo was created. And I can get into how we actually told the world about it. If, if you want to talk about that. Oh, yes. That's where I was going that. next. <laughs> okay. So one of the, you know, we're, we're going up against two hugely established companies. You've got ClickBank and you've got Warrior Plus. Warrior Plus had been around for, uh, I, I think, at least five years. ClickBank had been around for 15 or so years, and or, or maybe more. Um, so we knew we had our work cut out for us. The problem is, we didn't have a budget. You know, we had we could scrape together a couple of thousand dollars here and there, but we didn't have a huge budget, you know, to, to just really go out and do a good ad campaign. So we what we wanted to do was take advantage of some of the affiliates that we've built up and some of the people on our own lists, some of the affiliate partners that, that we've met along the way. So we made a list of about 100 uh, affiliates that we had met at live events or done uh, joint ventures deals with small stuff, you know, info products mainly, and we, and, you know, webinars, things like that, and we reached out to them and told them that we were launching a product on the new platform, and we want them to to participate and, and mail their lists. And I had a product that I had put on the back burner for a long time. It was um, about GPL licensing. And to make a long story short, basically, uh, the, it was a 10-page ebook that told you 
uh, the laws of, of GPL. It just broke down the law, the, the rules of the GPL and some of the, uh, the trademark and copyright laws that, that surround it. And basically, I showed people in this 10-page ebook how to purchase a, a premium uh, theme and then call it your own, rename it, and sell it to your list or give it away or whatever you wanted to do with it. And the same works for uh, plugins. Not all plugins and not all WordPress themes uh, were, were fully under the GPL, but enough of them to create a ton of products in less than a day were. And I knew that this was going to be a very controversial topic because the, the theme creators and the plugin creators really, really felt strongly about the GPL. They, they either hated it and had to adopt it because WordPress is under the GPL, and, or they, they loved it and said, hey, code is free. Anybody do it, whatever they want. So you had two sides of the camp that I knew would be button heads. So I launched it as a WSO, which is uh, a, a section of the Warrior Forum chat forum uh, where you can sell products to, uh, to the, the, the members of the Warrior Forum. And a discussion broke out immediately when I, when I launched it of just people calling me the devil, people calling me a uh, savior, you know, and both sides of the cancer were just butting heads on this. Meanwhile, all of our affiliates were missing on this new affiliate platform called JVZoo, and it got the name out there. And, it, you know, so, so we launched with a little bit of controversy with a controversial product, and it did get our name out there, and we got people signing up, but it certainly wasn't enough. So coincidentally, there was a uh, Warrior event, a live event up in Raleigh that was coming up, and I went to the organizers and I said, hey, we want to sponsor this. And uh, basically, we're not going to give you any money, though. What we're going to do is throw a party. We're going to throw a party at, at, you know, on a Friday night or Saturday night during that weekend event uh, in a separate room, and um, oh, you know, we'll pay for all the drinks. And they said, great. So we sponsored the event. It was sponsored by JV Zoom. We threw a party. But what we did was we wanted to – there were about 200 people there, and that certainly wasn't enough to really get the brand out there. So we wanted to tap into those 200 people's social media network. So what we did is we set up a red carpet and what's called a step and repeat sign. And basically it's just a big sign that you see the Hollywood actresses and actors when they go down the red carpet. You always see these advertisements on the back wall. Well, that's a step and repeat where the logo is over and over and over, whether it be the Grammy Awards or, or the American Music Awards or whatever award show it is. Um, you, uh, you see the logos you know, just repeated. It's called a step and repeat. So we set up one of those with the JVZoo logo and a red carpet, and we hired some girls in skimpy outfits wearing, wearing like, kind of zoo-type things, and we made everybody take a picture before they got into the party. So in order to get into the party, you had to take a picture on the red carpet, and we got everybody's Facebook uh, um, handle so that we could tag them when we uploaded them. So within a day of uploading about 200, 250 photos from the red carpet, we just had massive traction of people saying, oh, my gosh, you were at a red carpet event, and blah, blah, blah. It just it looked so much bigger than it was. The entire thing cost us about $2,200, and that included all the drinks that we gave away for free. We had an open bar and the cost of the, of the step and repeat sign. And, of course, uploading to Facebook cost us nothing, but we can get everybody. So it start, started showing up at all of their friends' uh, news feeds on Facebook. So 
by, by tapping into those 200 marketers, we got all of their friends to see the JD2 logo. And it looked like, from, you know, perception is everything. I say this all the time. The, the perception was they went to this lavish party because that's the way we framed it in the pictures, that it was this lavish party, even though it was just, you know, beer and wine. And that was it. We were giving away, and we spent less than $2,000. So it, uh, uh, it, it did exactly what we intended it to do. It made us look larger than life and got our brand out. And over the next week, we got over 10,000 signups from those pictures alone. So we used social media free, no pay advertising, and it just exploded from there. You know, once you get to your first 10,000 members, it's easy to go from 10,000 to 20,000 and 20,000 to 40,000 even. It's much easier. It's just getting that first 10,000. So we, we had a good idea. We used it. We implemented it. It didn't cost us much at all. And it was it was a home run, and we just we grew from there. We continued that strategy even as we were growing. We started sponsoring more parties, doing the red carpet pictures, putting the pictures out there, making sure that our JB Zoo logo was everywhere after these parties. And everybody loves a party, and everybody wants to be a part of something you know that looks fun on the internet. And they think, oh man. I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there. So we continued doing it until we got big enough to where we could actually put on our own event. So even with our own events, you know, we, we talked about, you know, the, the Coolio event, the the, uh, the Vanilla Ice event and, and Tone Loke event. And, and you made a joke about how we, we separate the events by based on who the, who the entertainment was. When we got big enough and we could afford a little bit of uh, uh, money towards entertainment, we said we're going to bring somebody in that is very distinctive looking so that everybody that takes a picture with this person will be, will be able to recognize this person online, you know, and all their friends will be able to recognize them. Well, we didn't have the money to get a Bruce Springsteen or, you know, or a Poison or, you know, one of, the, one of the bigger names, but we found that there was a niche in 80s rappers that we could afford, and I think we paid – uh, oh, $6,000 for Coolio to come out to our Orlando event, our first event that we ever put on. And Coolio is just unmistakable. He has, he has those, those braids that stick straight up out of his head. And, you know, anybody that, that's between the ages, I guess, of 25 and 50 would know who Coolio yep. is just, just by recognition. <laughs> so it worked perfectly. We started getting hundreds and hundreds of pictures from that night well, people that were taking their picture with Coolio or taking their picture of him on stage, and it was just amazing. So we kept that going, and the, the following year, we, we were able to step it up. A little bit more money we, we put in, and we got Vanilla Ice. And, of course, everybody recognizes Vanilla Ice. And we did the same thing again two weeks ago with Rob Bass and uh, Tone Loke and Flavor Flav. I think there were more Flavor Flav pictures on the internet that I've ever seen, even back when he was <laughs> big and famous back in the 90s. So that's basically the story of how we got to where we're at. And uh, other than the live events, we've never really spent any money on advertising whatsoever. You know, it all started from that $2,200 budget that we did at, at, the, uh, at the Warrior live event. And that's the story wow. of Jamie's is. And just so our listeners have some context, I can't imagine that there's anyone listening that doesn't know about JVZoo. In terms of membership size, 
How many people are members of JB Zoo today combined? Um, well, I don't have those exact numbers, nor I, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to even uh, divulge those numbers, but I will tell you that the users of, of JB Zoo are uh, well over half a million. Yeah, not a small company. I just wanted wanted that to be clear to everyone. We're not talking about, you know, you guys got to 10,000 members and woohoo, you're doing good. You're doing exceptionally good. Oh, yeah. Some of the biggest marketers in the world use JB2 on a daily basis. I I think it's kind of funny to explore the idea that, you know, there might be some people who think, well, you came out with this technology, and it's the technology that really blew everybody away and got them to, uh, you know, stand up and take notice. And my my argument is what you just described is what really happened. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, Davies, I mean, you had to have the tech, and you had to have something people really wanted to be, wanted to use and be involved with. That had to be there, of course. And But uh, it's funny that you didn't walk around talking about Hey, instant split pay. You you ought to really check that out. You know, you you guys went straight for, uh, you know, that was just kind of the obvious thing. You know, use JVZoo because it does these things. Oh, that's cool. And hey, Coolio, <laughs> over here. You well, know, I you think know, that was pretty, pretty brilliant, is, man. Is, branding is is the biggest thing. I mean, you don't have to have. I mean, I, I do believe that JVZoo has the best features of any affiliate network out there, but. As far as branding goes, you don't have to have the best of the best. You do, it's hard to be the best in whatever field you're in or whatever niche you're in, but it's much easier to brand yourself as the best. And once you do that, people will fall in love with your with the features that you have, or at least get used to the features that you have. And it's all it all stems from branding. So you know, we took that idea and, and we kind of rolled the dice with it. And it really paid off for us. Obviously, yes. So one of the questions I've always wanted—I always want to ask people like you, especially you, though, because you can—you have a giant network. You can watch the goings-on. You're privy to some of the behind-the-scenes stuff of how joint ventures get put together, how they're successful, and a lot of most people are like, wow, that would be really, really great if I could get so-and-so to take part in my joint venture. Uh, I'm on JVZoo, and, and, I'm, and I've got what I think is an awesome, awesome product or, or whatever, but I don't know these people, and, and they don't take chances. I mean, they just don't respond or whatever. What are, what's one example where you've seen a little guy who's unknown get on mm-hmm. JVZoo and capture the attention of the really, really big dogs to get them to, you know, have a, a, a huge launch, something that came out of just absolutely nowhere. Well, um, there's a guy on uh, that uses JVZoo. Uh, he started out as a as a product creator and and became a really big affiliate. His name is Todd Gross. Have you heard of Todd? Absolutely. Well, a funny story about Todd. When I was growing up in Boston, Todd Gross was my weatherman. So I, as soon as I saw the name Todd Gross, I kind of laughed and said, hey, I had a weatherman growing up named Todd Gross. Well, it turns out he was the Todd Gross that was giving them my weather. He was the chief meteorologist on our CBS <laughs> of, uh, affiliate. So Todd started uh, selling uh, thing, uh, products about video. Uh, he, he would, um, you know, 
how to create video online, how to market video online, things along those lines. And he would do it in such a way where he would actually practice what he preached. He would create these great videos. And, of course, he's a TV guy. He's got a great voice. He's got a great presence on camera. And he's a very, very likable guy. He's a weatherman. Everybody likes the weatherman, you know. They're always very likable, warm guys. So he built up a huge audience really, really fast. And he also, and I don't know if this was, if this was intentional or not, but he started a little cottage industry for himself as kind of a spokesperson for other people. So some of, some of the lesser-known guys or, or first-time-out contact Todd and say, hey, Todd, I'd like you to make the sales video for me. I'd like you to help me promote my, my video. So they went to guys like, uh, like Todd, and, and there's a few others out there, and they used them kind of as the front man. So, you know, Joe Blow is launching a product, but nobody knows who Joe Blow is, so he gets a front man. He gets somebody that's going to take his product and say, hey, look at the sales page. It's got Todd Gross, superstar affiliate marketer, superstar, uh, you know, product creator, and people really start to take notice. So that kind of thing is is a beautiful JP uh, joint venture that, you know, we, we started seeing over the last year and a half uh, start popping up where the little guys would partner with the big guys just for the name. And, of course, you know, the big guys aren't going to partner with just anybody. You've got to have a good product. But there's a lot of first-timers right. that are putting together a good product. You know, when I first started, I was a nobody. I, I didn't, I, nobody knew who I was in this, in this industry. Um, and, and, you know, I thought I had some good stuff, and it was fresh stuff. It wasn't the same stuff that was being sold online because I, it was taking it from my own personal experience. And there's a million guys just like me that, that just need to get out there, and that's a great way of joint venturing with somebody to use a front man. Even if, even if you, you know, have to put your ego aside and not have your name on it or co-branded with somebody else, even if you did the work, you know, you just got to suck it up and, and, and joint venture with, with people and give them an incentive to do it. And JV Zoo actually makes it very easy to joint venture. We have what's called JV Agreements. So if you list a product on, on JV Zoo, you can actually – uh, designate that 10% will go to my spokesperson, 10% will go to the graphics designer, 10% will go to you know my maybe an affiliate uh, recruiter that uh, recruits affiliates for me. And every time a sale comes in, automatically the, those percentages go out to the person. So you don't have to write checks to these people. You don't have to send. They don't send you a bill. And there, there's no you know we take care of all the accounting for you, and it happens automatically and instantly, and everybody gets paid at the exact same time. So it keeps everybody honest. And, uh, you know, it's just a great way to, to do joint ventures. And it just keeps so everybody you know, happy. EBR, that I'm sorry? was very intentional on Todd Gross's part. Uh, the fact that he started being the spokesperson, mm-hmm. he and I had had a conversation very early in his career about what could he do he really didn't have any expertise other than he was the weatherman and he knew video. And my suggestion was, well, do what you do so well already as a weatherman. You're the spokesperson for the station. Go be the spokesperson and build an entire business around that. And he's done a beautiful job of that. He has, and that was a great suggestion. Yeah, such a good fit for who Yeah, I'd like also Take it away, to, Jack. you know... Oh, sorry. This double uh, 
double person thing's kind of difficult sometimes with delay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I was just going to say that, it, you know, one of the things about his story, about the one that you chose to tell, was it was unusual that there isn't, there was no formula or game plan to follow there. There's no formula for it. I mean, there's a formula now. I mean, people could do that if somebody's, all you weathermen out there now know what to do. <laughs> because I'm sure Todd is in such high demand, he can't possibly be. He's splitting hours. He's giving time. And when we give time and we don't have any more leverage than that, then there's only so much that person can do, and they have to be very choosy about what they do. So, you know, but the, there was no book. There was no rules before this all just came about. And I'm always excited to hear stories about that because it means that there's opportunity that nobody's discovered yet. And there's a way of sure. doing things. And, you know, I mean, you'd think that with all the success of JV Zoo and, and everything that uh, has happened since you started that, I mean, if you were not thinking very clearly, you'd think, oh, everything's been done. Everybody's you know, done this, done that. There's nothing I could do to break into uh, that network. And that would, I would think, be very short-sighted because I think it feels like you guys are just getting started and that the ideas, I mean, we always evolve, right? And and the ideas for doing something really big, having a big promotion, having a big success, a big launch, I don't think we've even tapped a, a half a percent of the ideas that are to come, the, the way people are going to be selling online and capturing attention and and uh, becoming successful with this stuff. Well, I agree. I, I can't agree more. Uh, you know, I, there there is opportunity out there. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I mean, any just like in any any niche, any career field, there's always a better mousetrap out there. You know, all you got to do is come up with some fresh ideas, but you can also take a play, you know, take a page from the playbooks that are already there. You know, there's a lot of people that really don't have fresh ideas. They're just coming up with fresh products and using the same ideas. You know, there's there's proven ways to build funnels and drive traffic, and those are going to continue to be proven proven ways. So you don't. I don't want people to think that they have to come up with something original. They have to come up with uh, a new way, a new, you know, a better mousetrap uh, to, to be successful online. You know, the beautiful thing about online uh, marketing is information never goes out of style. And information never is affected by the economy. You just have to adapt to the economy. If, if all of a sudden the stock market crashed tomorrow and we went into a nosedive and the economy tanked and people were out of work, they're going to be looking for ways to get a job. They're going to be looking for ways to build a business. They're going to be looking for ways to take advantage like they did in the Great Depression. They're going to be looking for ways. So if you adapt to whatever situation is around you, information never goes out of style. There's always a market for it no matter what is happening in the world. I mean, if the world broke out in, into mass chaos because of a war or, or um, you know, I mean, there, there's, there's a niche for that as well. There's a niche for, what do they call it, um, the, uh, the survival niche, the people that think that mm -hmm. the world is about to break out. That's a huge niche. You know, so no matter what is happening in the world around you, there's always a need for information, and that's what's beautiful about being an online marketer. Once you learn how to sell information online, and it's not hard, you have a job for life. All it takes is tapping out on the keyboard a little bit. No. 
Yeah, and just watching what's going on, watching how other people are trending, how other things are trending, how you know, and adapting and and going into this business with a mindset of I'm going to, I'm going to do this thing that I'm thinking about right now and I'm going to do that for the rest of my life. Is the worst thing that you could ever do because when the stock market did crash, and everybody who had been doing the same thing for years and years, and then nobody was buying their products anymore, all of a yep. sudden, just night and day, and they didn't know that they would have to be able to pivot. And the, and the funny thing about it is there's no business on the planet that's easily more pivotable uh, than the information business. They could sure. have done it. It was really weird. There were no mechanics. Once you learn how to, how to sell information on the, on the Internet, you can adapt it to any niche whatsoever. And I mean, in fact, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is people come to me and they say, "Oh, I'm, I, I want to start doing what you do. I want to, I want to broker information, or I want to sell information online. Uh, so I, I need to start putting together a product that teaches people how to make money online." And <laughs> I, I immediately I say, "No, absolutely not. You know, you don't come into online marketing." as a brand new person and teach people how to make money online when you've never made a dime online <laughs> because you bought a course or something like that. You, it's like being a magician and performing tricks in front of an audience full of magicians. They're a hard audience. People that are in the online, uh, online marketing business already have seen all the tricks. They know all of the sales tactics. They're expecting the one-time offers, the OTOs, the upsells, the downsells. Wouldn't it be much easier to start building funnels in other niches where people aren't so skeptical to put their email address to download a free, uh, a, a free e-book so that you can start sending them affiliate offers? Wouldn't it be easier to go after the low-hanging fruit than go after the people that are already looking at you with a tilted head and skeptical of everything that you're going to do? That's what I tell people. Well, EBR, look at my own personal story. I spent 10 years in a hospital bed and wheelchair. During that time, I had $9.9 million worth of medical bills, and I was really, really sick. I had over 50 operations during that 10-year period. And yet I needed this $40,000 a month to pay for my medication. Without it, I'd be dead in under 90 days. So going out right. and creating my own products was not exactly something that was even humanly possible for me back then. And I had to find a way to make money quickly. Failure was not an option. So I simply became one of the very first JV brokers on the Internet. I mean, there weren't JVs before I started doing JVs as a JV broker. Amazon's associate program had barely gotten off the ground at that point in time. Here I come, no list, no products, no traffic, just me, little old me, and I am bound to determine to make $40,000 a month. That's as easy as going into a niche, finding someone that really has amazing products and services, and connecting them to the people that have the subscribers, the traffic, the customers, and finding a way to put them together. This is what I'm talking about on Saturday this week. I'm doing a hangout a couple hours. <clears throat> it's not really a training. It's what I'm calling a help out. And I even put together a link just for you guys. Uh, it's at joindu.com forward slash jvzujv. I'm there to answer questions from people who are going, I need to make money and I need to make money fast. 
well, don't go trying to build a new something or another. Go out and try your hand at brokering. JVZoo makes it really easy for brokers to get paid. That JV contract feature is amazing. It, I wish we had it back when I was a broker. It was one of the downsides of brokering back then. Sometimes you got paid, your money. sometimes you didn't. Yeah, now right, you right. always yep. get paid, right? The contract makes sure of it. So sure. come on out and get your questions answered. I'd gladly help anybody who's looking for a way to make money fast by being a JV Excellent. broker. Outstanding. Yeah, if you're looking for advice, always go for the person who's very life dependent on their success. That's that's usually the person you want to go to for advice in anything. But yeah, Absolutely. I'm amazed by uh, by that. I I still to this day uh, cannot get over the times that I have complained about how hard something is, or you know, it's hard being Gina's partner because I cannot complain the way I used to about much of anything. Because uh, she's she's leading the way, still does lead the way in uh, you know perseverance and and just leverage. I mean the 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 things that you have to know or come up with very quickly in in deep leverage tactics. When you know you're in surgery, <laughs> you can't do a lot of the stuff. You can't sit on the phone all day negotiating deals or anything. You have to understand leverage at its deepest levels. Uh, and Gina certainly does. And EBR, she, you you work in that world. It's everything that is in your world is about leverage. Absolutely. So, nice Without little powerhouse that. panel we have here today. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the hey. what are the future plans? What do you, what do you want to do uh, from here? What 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 gets you excited and out of bed now that you've done what you've done? What, what's it look like in the future? Well, of course, maybe do. Um, is is you know on on the forefront, uh, but uh, you know I do have uh, I do have projects that, that I do outside of uh, JVZoo as well, and uh, as you, as you mentioned, uh, I have a couple of books coming out. My first book is coming out in a couple of months called Millionaire Within, and it is uh, filled with some of the some of the stories that you will never hear from from other other books about uh, about business online. Uh, you know, most of the books out there are, hey, make money in your underwear. Here's how to do it. Well, I told stories that, that date back to the 90s. And uh, these are stories of partnerships that I've gotten involved in and uh, partners that went to prison and uh, because of what they did online, uh, being sued by eBay and the lawsuits and the dirty stories that, that you don't hear about in all these rah-rah, shish books. And each chapter, you know, kind of uh, tells a story of uh, part of my life in the, in the underworld of, of online marketing, if you will. And, uh, you know, I tried to incorporate uh, my stories with lessons. So there, there's takeaways in every chapter in the book. And I'm really excited. Uh, you know, some of, the, uh, some of the, the feedback that I'm getting from uh, uh, some of the folks out there are just fantastic. I've got several New York Times bestselling authors that, that have uh, – um, giving me reviews already that got advanced copies of it that are just saying, wow. Uh, I think uh, the latest one that we got was from uh, uh, Malinchek from uh, ABC TV show uh, uh, Secret Millionaire. And uh, I think he said that it, it reads like a Hollywood movie. And, and it really <laughs> does. And so I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to release that. I also uh, I teach people how to 
gain fame online because I think that if you're going to build your brand as a business or as an individual, uh, it, it's it's important to to gain that kind of expert fame is is the term that I've coined it. Uh, expert fame is is basically when you are looked at as the go-to person in your field. And once people look at you as a famous person, they want to work with you. They reach out to you. Clients and customers, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're an online marketer, whether you're you know, uh, a lawyer or a doctor, whatever it is, if you want to be that person, the go-to person, then you've got to get a little bit of expert fame. So I teach people how to get that expert fame online. And uh, we've had some tremendous success stories and I have, uh, I have some big plans uh, that I'm working with some of the top people in online marketing, and we are putting out uh, a, basically a virtual PR agency for online marketers and people that just want to use the, the Internet to gain expert fame. And that's something that I've been working hard on for the last year or so, uh, kind of in the background, and uh, we're almost ready to be launched on that, just a few more months, and uh, and the world will know about expert fame. So, so that's uh, that's also the title of my second book that is coming out uh, later on uh, this year. So exciting stuff on the horizon, and I'm looking forward to it all, and especially growing JVZoo because JVZoo has just made so many people uh, so much money in less than three years. JVZoo has made our members over a hundred million dollars. I think we're up to $120 million now that has been generated in sales and revenue between uh, affiliates and, and vendors. So that is a good feeling right, uh, right there to know that you asked people to join your site and those people made over a hundred million dollars, you know, that they put in their pocket. And that, that's just a great feeling. And, you know, I always say, if you do what you love, and you can help people at the same time while making a ton of money, then you have the right career field. And I am so blessed to be in the right career field because I get that feeling of knowing that I help people and I make money doing it. You know, it's almost like the Vidal Sassoon commercials from the 80s. You know, if you don't look good, we don't look good. Well, if you don't make money, I don't make money. So I love it when our members make tons and tons of money. So I encourage them to make more money. I help them make more money. I help people uh, online make more money because it makes me feel good. And, of course, it makes me more money. And I think that that's the basis of when you're in the info product world, information brokering or information selling, you, you want people to you want people to, you know, be helped by the information that you have. One, it makes you feel good. Two, they come back for more. So if you can combine yeah. those two things of helping people and making money, then you've got a winning combination. It's so easy to do online. I'm shocked. I think we just got a big scoop here, folks. You're saying that you also make money when people make money? <laughs> this was a complete Imagine that. charitable. I thought you just did this because it made you feel good. What the heck's going on here? Well, of course, that's number one. Number two is, <laughs> of course. you know, the, the residual is money. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Jan, uh, Jan was responsible for nailing this date down with you today. She had a question. Jan? Yeah. Brian, um, my question to you is how important is having, you know, a group of people around you that really supports your, you know, vision and goals and helping you stay 
focused on this because a lot of what you've talked about is that, you know, you did this with partners and you work a lot with other people. So how has that impacted you? Well, I think that um, it, it's hard to be a loner in, in any business as an entrepreneur. Um, if you have a network of people, and, and being an online marketer is, is very different than, than, you know, having a mom-and-pop shop downtown uh, because, you know, you, you can't really bring your competitors in. But in the online world, your competitors are also your network of people that will help you. I might have a competing product with you, but we still might promote each other's stuff to our, to our audience. Because it just makes sense. It's a win-win situation for the people on our mailing list, the people that follow us, to get other information from another person, you know, because I'm a different perspective, and it works out for me because as an affiliate of your product, I make the money. So it's important to kind of build a network. Uh, you know, the, the Internet is, 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 you know, they call it the web for a reason. You need to start building your web. Um, with people in the career field that you're in, in the field that you're in, in the niche that you're in. And it's easy to do with, you know, Facebook makes it so easy to be social. If you're not building a network on Facebook, then you're using it wrong. It's called a social network, so you got to be social. And there's so many groups out there where you can, where you can get to know people. But I, I always stress that the best way is to actually meet people in person, and that is to get out there and go to uh, live events. You know, go to as many, like, trafficking conversion is a huge one. Over 3,000 people were there in San Diego. Of course, Marketing Mayhem, the event that we put on, you know, hundreds of, of like-minded marketers go there. And it's a very different situation when you're sitting, you know, at, at the hotel bar with somebody or having dinner with somebody or even sitting next to them at the conference or talking to them out in the hall and after hours, you know, going to, to one of the uh, the networking parties. You know, it's it's very different uh uh, uh, thing when you're actually meeting somebody and shaking their hands and saying, hey, you know what? I like what you do. What can we do together? And it just builds your network from there. So I think it's important to build a network. Of course you can get You, you can be successful going at it alone. Uh, I mean, there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of resources out there for you to take advantage of, like Facebook ads and Google ads, uh, and, and the different advertising is, is just very affordable in certain niches, so you can kind of buy your way fame, and you can buy your way to customers, and you know that's that's absolutely acceptable. For me, I like to do them both. You know, buy your way and network your way. You know, you can't beat the the uh, a strong you know network, and if you're not networking on social media, then you're definitely using it wrong. Yeah. You just you just gave the formula away for uh, you and Zimmerman. You just told the story of you and Zimmerman. That's how you yeah. guys hooked up. I mean, so just exactly. let anybody think hey. that you're just saying the stuff that people say. Networking is important. I don't think anybody's not heard that before. And going out and shaking hands is important. I'm sure that nobody's not heard that. But you're telling, you know, that's the generic way of telling your exact story. You are a living example of what you just said. And you never know what conversation is going to turn into the next million-dollar idea. I had no idea that me venting my frustration of trying to find a programmer was going to lead to Chad Castleman joining the group. I had no idea. So, I mean, you know, just the fact that I had that network in place and I had somebody to vent to, you know, hey, read the stars aligned. Well, they wouldn't have aligned if I was a if I was a recluse and didn't meet people, you know, and, and kind of went out of my comfort zone. 
and to just meet as many people as you can. You know, if you're not a people person, then you really need to try harder to be a people person in this business because people are your best assets. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, my big thing, Gina, would be uh, next. Yeah. How how can people learn even more about all of this JV stuff from somebody called the JV Queen? Well, easiest way to do that is to join me on this DU Help Out on Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Boy, EBR, if you're around between 11 and 1 on Saturday, I'd love to have you join me and answer some of their questions about JVs, too. You guys really have done an amazing job of building an entire business around joint ventures. Wouldn't you agree that pretty much JVZoo is in existence because of joint ventures? Well, without a doubt. Absolutely. So if you're around, come join me. JoinDU.com forward slash JV. I emailed the link over to uh, Brian also, so Sim's got that link too. <clears throat> and Jan will make sure it's in the awesome. show note as well. So for somebody just getting started who really is just trying to figure out what they should be doing, where do you suggest they start? I know we hinted at it a couple times already, but let's just lay it out step by step. If I were just getting started, what I would do is the thing that has been tried and true method of business for hundreds of years, and that's build a list of people that are interested in products that you can sell them and then sell them those products. So I would start with list building. And list building is, you know, done through squeeze pages, you know, put your name and email address in uh, so you can download this free info product or this free piece of software so you, that you use as kind of your, your bait, and they get onto your mailing list, and now you know what niche they're in, you know what they're interested in, and you can start sending them affiliate products, affiliate products that you can find on JVZoo or any, any number of the other affiliate networks out there. And that's, that's how I would start if I was starting. You know, you don't have to start by being a, a product creator. You don't have to spend six months in the bat cave coming up with a new product, build a list, drive traffic to a squeeze page, build a list, and then sell those people the stuff that they're interested in. It's a simple process. It's been working for hundreds of years, long before the Internet existed. Get the leads and sell to the leads. It, it's an easy concept. You know, so I guess what, what you need to know then is how do I drive traffic? Well, you can buy traffic for very, very cheap. And the beautiful thing about buying traffic, let's say you start with $5 a day budget, either on Google AdWords or, or even Facebook ads, you can scale it up. If you're, if you're spending $5 a day and you're getting you know, 20 or 30 people to join your mailing list, well, if you're selling products with using an autoresponder that automatically sends out emails on a sequential basis to each person that, that signs up to your mailing list, well, you're going to get a return on your investment of that $5. So if you spent $5 today and you made $20 in return, well, tomorrow you can spend $10 and scale it up from there. So that's what I would do to anybody that, that wants to get started in online marketing. I would tell them 
to start building a list in whatever niche they are interested in that that has a uh, that has a good return. And a um, little secret I learned a long time ago from a, a marketer named Brittany Lynch. She taught me uh, an easy, easy tip, and I, I like to give this tip away. When you're looking for niches, you can go to um, uh, idiots.com. The those are the people that uh, produce the yellow books. You know, the idiots guide to this or the idiots guide to that. Mm-hmm. And you can find all the niches that they've already researched, and they know there's money in it because they're not going to print a book in a niche that doesn't have people looking for information. So there's a list of niches that you know have hungry customers waiting to buy stuff in those in those niches. So, you know, it, it's a ready-made niche. Find one that you like. Find one that you're interested in and start building a list and start setting affiliate products. Find the products in those, whether it's weight loss or how to build a birdhouse or how to fix a car or how to get out of a speeding ticket. There's There are niches out there and there are products that you can sell on an affiliate basis out there. You don't have to build the products yourself. So that's what I would do. Build a list, drive traffic. I mean, uh, build a squeeze page, drive traffic to it, and sell to that targeted list. That's simple enough? Really simple. And, you know, JVs can even come into play there as well. If you sure. go to the product sure. creators whose products you're going to sell, just interview them about how to make use of the product that you're going to sell. Now you just differentiated yourself from the competition. And Absolutely. boy, the things you can do with that bonus that you're going to give away when people buy from you. I've built huge lists by allowing the product creators, other affiliates, to give away my bonus. Just they have to opt into my list instead of their own. There are Absolutely. so many things that JVs can do to scale that up quickly with very little effort, as long as you don't start with creating the product. That's where the downfall of most people is, I think. I agree. Yeah, and that's to, pretty sign up for that's Zoo is, to sign up for JVZoo is completely and totally free. They just go to jvzoo.com. Is that right? That is correct. And awesome. You can start, and when's you, the want, next? you can start looking for products in the affiliate marketplace that you can uh, market to your lists or market on your websites or open a window in your house and scream to your neighbors, and you'll get a commission for every time somebody purchases through your affiliate link. It's as simple as that. Wow, you guys you guys have activated the, the exclusive technology of Neighbor Scream. I thought that wasn't coming out until nine months from now. This is another big issue. It, it's, it's in beta right now. It's in beta. <laughs> I want an invite. <laughs> and when is the next Marketing Mayhem? Oh, that has yet to be announced. Um, we will announce that within the next couple of months when the next Marketing Mayhem is. But we'll be doing uh, another one in Orlando, sunny Orlando, Florida, and it will be awesome as usual. It will be a great time. It will be filled with – with um, some great content. We're actually uh, changing up the format for the next one, and it's going to be kind of the unconference and more about the networking, and we're going to create ways to to, for, to make it easy for people to kind of build their networks. And, and uh, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a lot of fun and very productive for anybody that comes. So stay tuned, as they say on TV. You know, I've facilitated networking at places like JV Alert, at Sang, at a lot of other conferences in the past. If you guys want any uh, 
brainstorming sessions on how to do that. I've tried lots of different things, and some have worked better than others. Just let me know. I'd be happy to help. Sounds great. Thank you, Gina. So thank you so much. We had a great time with you here today. Jack and I will be back next week, same time, same place, for another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks again, EBR. Thanks, Jan. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters, from traffic to conversion to business success.